0: Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. You didn't
1: my baseball. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you, you, you. You still have pro men run around tight
2: pants. Smokey Mookie Betts. This is Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Is baseball. Baseball isn't
1: boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host. Rob redford All right, let's talk about home field advantage. Let's talk about crowds Let's talk about the Phillies Citizens Bank Park. A lot has been made throughout the playoffs and right with Philly. So going back to last year, really, about how impactful that that crowd at Citizens Bank Park is, how opponents view it, how baseball views it. Well. The facts back that up, right? The Phillies have the best winning percentage of any team at home going through the postseason ever. So there's something to it. But what exactly is it? Like what exactly, how does it manifest itself? Well, I would turn to a couple guys on the Phillies to find out the what's what. So Garrett Stubbs, backup catcher for the Phillies, he's always a good guy to go to. He's always a good guy to get perspective, honest, insightful, entertaining, just the things that we like at Baseball's and Boring. And so I asked him about that dynamic. And so you're going to listen to him, you're going to listen to Garrett first. And then we're going to go to old friend, friend of the program, part of the family, Matt Strom, who we talk about what it's like to get that final out in a series. Because, you know, listen, I mean, we've talked about this before, we what when you finish off a series and we've talked about world series with daniel hudson the potential of it with evan phillips what is like kenley jansen that's what he's chasing so what is it like to get that final out being on the mound for a series and matt strom got to experience that so he takes us through that but then he gets into what we talked about with garrett which is how does this crowd impact an actual baseball game. All right, here you go. Garrett Stubbs and Matt Strong. So we talked about the crowd being so good, yeah. but as, you know, baseball players played in the playoffs and gone through this sort of stuff... I don't know what it's like to play in the middle or be in the middle of it. You do. What actual impact does a crowd have on a team, in your sense?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, it's in a massive yeah. adrenaline rush when you walk out onto the field and the crowd is a hundred percent behind you, right? Like we don't. When you look up in the stands, there's the family section of whoever we're playing against, and then Philadelphia Red everywhere. <laughs> you go to another stadium, and there's whatever their team is the majority but we, when we go to other stadiums you see Philadelphia red everywhere yeah. right you yeah. don't get that here in Philadelphia it's only Philadelphia red everywhere <laughs> so when you see that up in the stands I'm and going just, to, I'm just one doing the image bondage. of like that that one pocket of people no doubt and yeah. if, you know when we when they get a hit or they hit a homer it's complete silence and then the one pocket of family section. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of wild and I don't think you see that everywhere else. You know, I, I think that when we go to Arizona uh, in a few days, you'll see a lot of Diamondbacks fans, no doubt about it. But there will be Philadelphia Philly fans in the stadium in So when you go
1: through it and it, it, again, I don't. Everybody's different. Every is different. So maybe somebody thrives on the boots. I don't know. But as it, when you see the other team, I was here with the Marlins, right?
0: The Young team, right? Like, holy crap! So can you sense that on the other side? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to be wearing the wrong jersey in the stadium. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that you always see the guys running out when they do the intros and whatnot. and They say their names. And the boos come out from everybody in the stadium and it's louder than anybody's ever heard in any point in their career, I guarantee it. And you see a lot of smiles and laughs when they're coming out onto the field for the first time when they hear the booze. But I I can't imagine on the inside myself being on the other side feeling like I actually think that this is funny. You know, people are <laughs> booing as loud as they boo in this stadium, you know. Yeah. So, uh yeah, when the intros come out uh tomorrow, uh I always I'm I always love being out there and watching the fans get after it.
1: You said adrenaline rush. This is another thing. I love, like, there's certain things in baseball where you just can't simulate. Like, I I always said I wanted to run out of a tunnel for a college football yeah. game, right? Um, can you explain, like, that, adre- it, up until this, what was your previous adrenaline, baseball-induced adrenaline rush? Yeah it, it can, was nothing like that. yeah, it can't
0: be reproduced. And yeah. I think if you, when you talk to uh, players, right, whether they had a one-year career or a 20-year career, um, like if you talk to Jim Tome, right, mm-hmm. I'm sure that or Victorino or one of those guys, uh, I bet you they talk about the adrenaline rush that they had as a player, and I don't think you can find what you get as a player out on the field anywhere else in life. Um, I'm sure there are adrenaline rushes. I don't know yet. At one point, I will know what that's like, um, like everyone does. It yeah, yeah. comes to an end, but uh, I can't imagine. And I've talked to guys who are, you know, post career mm-hmm. uh, recreating that same adrenaline rush that you get as a player, especially in a stadium <laughs> like this. I don't think it can be recreated anywhere else. The last thing is,
1: I think that your manager was saying like I mean, we, we knew the crowd was good. But really, it wasn't until last postseason where, like, holy shit. Yeah. can say, "Holy shit, but holy yeah. shit. Like, it was the same for you, like, holy mackerel.
0: Yeah, it is eye-opening, yeah. no doubt. I mean, our fans are behind us during the regular season, no doubt about it. But obviously, when it's playoff time and crunch time, uh, they come out even stronger than they do in the regular season uh, because it's time to, you know, win or go home. Yeah. And uh, I think, so my dad, he's come to almost every single game in Philly. And he said that the lines... In the concessions are almost non-existent because everyone's at their seat watching the game. You want to go grab a beer? Two seconds. Go grab it and you come back because everyone's engaged with the game. And I said this to a couple of people is... You know, a lot of fans come to the game to watch. Our fans come to the game to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it feels like as a player. Your dad, by the way, my, I
1: saw your dad bought some, gas, yeah. some, some beers, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so they don't it's have to. part of the family. So there, huh? yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. He's, yeah. he's, 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 he's making everyone stay in
0: their seats. I yeah, he's so. with the program. yeah.
1: All right, we're back. We're back. Let's go. We're back. We're back. Last time I talked to you, you you had an experience closing out a series as a pitcher on the baseball mound. Yeah.
2: So. It It was, I mean, it was unreal. I mean, very fortunate to be able to do it here in Citizens Bay Park with all the fans. Um. I don't even remember seeing the umpire punch him out. I just remember the feeling of the
1: roar just went through my body, and I knew I knew it was over. So take again. This is what yeah. I want to ask you about. I've never done this. Yeah, you're and you don't close a lot, right? You certainly have never closed in that yeah. situation. Take me through that. Take me through from when you get the when you sort of know this yeah. is coming and yeah. how that happened, and then all the way to the end.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously we used Alvy and Craig early. Um, just big. Big spots in the game, and used them early. And then in the eighth, kind of looking around, knowing it's either going to be Soto, Hoffy, or myself. And uh, Soto, Soto pitched the eighth, get get Craig out of the eighth, and then went back out for the ninth. And they called down and said, Scenario A, it's Trump. Scenario B, it's Hoffee. And uh, Scenario A happened really fast. and Next thing you know, I remember JP <laughs> hugging me. So that was
1: that was it was all a blur. Can I can I ask you the difference between scenario A and B?
2: It all just depended on if Soto would have got one of the first two out. They okay. would have let him stay in to face the lefty and then bring Hafey in for uh, whoever I think it was. Can't remember who was hitting after the lefty that they pinch hit for. But uh, yeah, if if he would have gotten one or two out I think is what it was but they
1: both reached so that it was basically. so then you get the reality sets in yeah and I mean jogging in you've had a lot of adrenaline rush yeah. you, but that must have been something like yeah I mean because um, you said you black you black out before. yeah and I,
2: that's where like everything was kind of the same after the phone rings um kind of sit down there and phone rings that's kind of like my big adrenaline spike of like nerves anxiety whatever you want to say but then as soon as i'm
1: as soon as i walk out that bullpen gate it's baseball again and everything's just insane so can you honestly say so you get to the mound you're pitching and you're saying it's just baseball can yeah. you honestly say okay this is i know it's like you you want it to be that way right. but in citizens bank park that moment did, were you able to i guess get to that point
2: Yeah, I felt like I did a good job of controlling the the environment and just focusing on executing a pitch. Um, Obviously, it was different just with the the level of sound. Um, I've never once struggled with hearing pitch come, but after I got the second strike on Grisham, all I heard was Chase up and I was like Uh This could be one of two pitches So I better I better shake or something So I gave JT a little Deer in the headlights look Like I didn't hear it And he quickly flashed me a sign So Oh that's what So yeah. immediately went to Like the sign. Yeah I mean I, I didn't shake yes or no I just kind of like Looked at him Opened my eyes Was like Uh I don't know And he quickly flashed a sign And it was Fastball up Instead of Cutter up But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I didn't know which one he wanted there because we had talked about both of them. Yeah. Could finish him fastball up or cut her up in, and all I heard was up chase, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I okay. Mean, I need the I need the first one.
1: So, so, yeah. so you, you imagine that moment, and – was it wasn't like it, like it you thought it would be? I guess. Oh yeah, I mean everything and more.
2: Um, you know, just like I said, I, I turned to third or to first base to see see if the umpire said he win or not. And I don't even think I got my head all the way around before the fans reacted to his call, and I just kind of felt that. I, don't, I can't so, even explain
1: it. Like it just like all hit me in the throat. The the entire. Did it really? So I I was looking for like so I was watching on TV, so I'm looking at it. So I love reactions, right? Yeah. We talked. To, I talked to Daniel Hudson about throwing the glove at the end or whatever. Yeah. That's the World yeah. Series, but still, I'm looking for you. you just sort of—it seemed like you were just buried in in
2: people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like I said. I remember just screaming. Next thing I know, JT and I are embraced. And then after that, uh, I think it was HOFY had
1: me by the jersey, screaming in my face. I don't even know were screaming. But, but yeah. The last thing is, last time we talked, we, we, the only other playoff experience you had was without crowd. Yeah. And now you go through the miles, you go through the Braves, and everyone's talking about this crowd, right? Right. I mean, yeah. so I know it's the cliche, it's, ah, oh, yeah, it's the best yeah. crowd, but tell me from like your perspective about like what it means, what what that means in a baseball game. Yeah, I mean, even like, I mean, growing up watching
2: baseball, like the home field advantage part was always getting to hit in the yeah. You, know, you get a hit last in the ninth, and um, you've never really—I've never myself experienced or seen like a true home field advantage. But I mean, as soon as you walk out into this dugout for the—I mean, for the lineup announcements and everything—you just feel the stadium feels different. I don't know; it's like it's forty-five
1: thousand versus. Does it the feel, other could you? Say, I'm not saying like you're crapping on the team, but could yeah. you sense that it has an impact on the, the other team? I mean, it, and it depends on the player, does, like,
2: Yeah, it definitely depends on player to player. Like, I mean, Bryce Harper openly says he likes to be moved. So, like, yeah. I think, like, if he wasn't wearing a Phillies uniform in this, he would probably thrive just in the environment because he looks for those environments. Um, you know, I, I definitely think it, it, it's a home field advantage, in the essence of you don't know what to expect until you're in it, and once you're in it, it's you can't slow it down. That's that's the best way I can put it. Is once you're here, it's a wave, and you better just—it's like
1: a crowd yeah, pitch clock.
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's uh, it's like again, it's nothing I've ever experienced, and it's something I love, and I mean, I, I can't wait to feel it for the next couple of weeks. All right.